Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On the wind, ancient voices and spirits sail. Every mark on this earth tells a tale. Every day that goes by without ever asking why you believe. Greetings to everyone listening to the show across the globe. Today is Thursday, September 13th, 2018, and I am your host, Beth Wright, coming to you from upstate New York. I'm a vibrational energy healer, a published author, a workshop teacher, a retreat leader, and a yoga teacher, as well as a certified hypnotist. And you are now listening to International Angels Network. And my show, Spirit Works, explores the world of spirituality where we look into the many different paths to the one source, how to raise your vibration, how to work with energy, how to live a sacred life, and we talk about the big shift that's happening in the world right now, how to work with the beings of light, and much more. Our online radio network is proudly sponsored by Audible by Amazon. You can try Audible free for one month, and you will receive a free audiobook for subscribing. When you trial Audible, you are now helping to support our online radio network, which we are very grateful for. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To redeem your free audiobook, go to www.audibletrial.com international angels. You can cancel anytime and you keep the first audiobook free of charge. And I recorded an audio book some years ago. It's entitled I and I, A Guide to Vibrational Healing and My Transformational Journey to the Light by Elizabeth Wright. So check that out on Audible. And tonight's guest is Nancy Mayans. <laughs> Nancy has a private coaching and healing practice in New York City. Nancy's passion is guiding people, beginners to professionals, to free up their creative expression. She is the author of The Unlimited Actor, which is available on Amazon. And she travels the globe offering the Unlimited Actor Artist workshops and teacher certifications. Nancy Mayans has been on the faculty of the renowned William Esper Studio in New York City since 1990. She has also taught in many top MFA and BFA acting programs, including NYU, Rutgers, 
Columbia, Carnegie Mellon, and the Yale School of Drama. Nancy received her MFA in acting from the Yale School of Drama and her BA in drama from Stanford University. She is a certified advanced theta healer, a light body graduate, and has studied with Barbara Brennan, Dr. Frank Alper, and Dr. Patricia Fields, among others. Okay, that's quite an impressive bio you've got there, Nancy. Welcome. Thanks. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, thank you for being on the show tonight. I'm really excited about this interview, actually. So um, I'd like to know a little bit about your background and when you first learned about energy. You know, my earliest memory about energy that wasn't through a meditation or wasn't through uh, doing some type of uh, deep work to retrieve the past was being about three years old and my family uh, living in New York City was all gathered around my grandmother because my parents were going away for a European vacation. And something happened where everybody got sick and everybody ended up home with grandma and that wasn't the plan. They were all supposed to be farmed out at camps in different places. So I was home as a three-year-old. And all I remember is following her in the living room all the time, anywhere she went, and I was right behind her right knee. And I was pouring energy into the back of her right knee. And I remember feeling I was trying to hold her up and help her through the stress of taking care of all these kids. And she'd say, how come you keep following me around? <laughs> and I couldn't explain at three that I'm holding her up. <laughs> I'd, I'd forgotten that until years later. That's but I think I had an intuitive knowledge as a kid that I lost and then had to refine. So when you say you were pouring energy into her knee, how were you doing that? Like just psychically or with your thoughts? Yeah. And I felt that that energy was coming out my eyes and was going into the back of her knee. I've learned since then that there's a chakra point at the back of the right knee. And you, you know, I, that, that energy was there to try to help support her legs and keep her strong dealing with all the family crises. <laughs> That's pretty amazing as a three-year-old that you know how to do that. So do you think that you had past lives where you worked with energy? Definitely. Um, I've had a lot of past life memories and experiences uh, also through meditation and through different channels. Um, yeah, I think I, I think a lot of us have intuitive knowledge just in the moment uh, that doesn't necessarily have to come from past experience. But yes, Yes, I, I think I had knowledge before that I came in with. Okay. Yeah. And so you are you work with some actors in New York City as a coach. Yes. So you incorporate the energy work that you do with the actors. Can yeah. You, can you tell us a little bit about how you do that? Sure. You know, acting is a very stressful business. <laughs> and... Um, and the art of acting takes tremendous sensitivity. So I'm dealing with very sensitive, open people, but then they have a very stressful career. So I found that there were tools I learned as, an, as a healer and in my energy practice that I wish I had known as a young actress. Um, how to protect your energy, how to also uh, filter out energies you don't want from energies you do want. 
and on top of that, how to actually use your chakras and your energies in a way that help your acting. Because to me, the best actors are the ones that really change. You know, there's some actors that are kind of the same from role to role. And that's not easy to be yourself in different roles. That's already really challenging. But my favorite actors are the one where their whole energy changes, how they think, how they move. Give us some examples. Who who are those actors? I think Meryl Streep really changes. I think Daniel Day-Lewis really changes. Um, But I think Johnny Depp changes a lot. Right. Um, I think Julia Roberts doesn't change a lot. Or Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. The same person, no matter what she's in. So I know, uh, I know that she also tried to extend into other parts uh, that she was not normally known for, but it was harder career wise for the public to accept her in other roles after Rachel, after Rachel and Frank, that was such an iconic uh, role. Right. You know, so then you started out as an actress. Yeah, I was an actress and a singer, and I teach voice and speech still, at, uh, and Moliere and Shakespeare, and I do all that work too. Um, and we worked on character work in very interesting ways. But what I found is if you work with your chakras and work with your energy directly, or for those in the uh, audience that are more open, um, that, are, that might be hearing this, you can really channel different characters. And as you open to the ability to really shape shift into the role, there's all kinds of unlimited possibilities of what you can portray. That's far better than just homework. So backing up to what you said about, well, first of all, are you an empath? I would say so. Okay. So how did you learn to distinguish your energy and what you were feeling from someone else and what they were feeling? You know, it's such a good question. I certainly get fooled. I have to remind myself. I think it's very important to do a regular practice of some sort, whether that's meditating or Tai Chi or yoga, some type of way to separate, to to sort of get in touch with yourself before you start your day. And then um, to center yourself. Yeah, so you know where you are. And if I'm feeling one way and then bump into somebody and I suddenly feel completely differently, you know, um, when I tune in, I can separate out, was that what I was feeling towards them or was that something I picked out about them that they were feeling towards me? It can get confusing. It can't. It's hard to discern because your thoughts can change instantly, which can shift your energy. Yeah. So it's it's hard. Yeah, it's a really good, good question, because it's particularly hard for actors, because we're purposely taking on other beings. So sometimes we end up feeling like the character and not ourselves. And some people want that for a while, like Daniel Day-Lewis, when he was doing the movie Lincoln, he, he wanted everybody to call him Mr. President for the whole time that they were working on it. So, you know, you want... Sometimes the actor wants to become the other person, or in this case, a character that they're also um, shape-shifting into. And then I've seen this with a lot of actors, then they keep it longer than they mean to. So example, I'll give an example. Somebody does an impediment 
what they call an impediment where a character has something that's an issue they have to work on. It could be a broken leg or a severe cold or whatever the character is dealing with to, you know, more severe impediments like drug addiction. And sometimes once the actors worked with that, they still have the energy afterwards or they play a really um, nasty character and then they go home and they're really nasty to their husband and they think they are that, but they still have residues from the role. I've actually, in my younger days, so absorbed a role that I actually had a healing to remove it. And this is when I first really learned that a friend of mine said, Oh my God, you have a whole other energetic here and it's not you. And when she pulled it off, I felt like myself again. So part of the reason for training actors, but anybody is to take off the roles we take on. Sometimes they're not acting roles, they're roles in our lives that we take on as people say, wearing different hats, how to shed those, how to release them, how to get back to yourself. And I think that that's so important what you're bringing up. Well, um, can you lead us through a short exercise where you help us, um, me and the listeners here, shed anything that we might be carrying that belongs to other people or that isn't ours? There's an energy exercise that I learned through the Orinda Ben work. Um, This is a variation on it where you basically... um, Tell your energy field, or if you're more spiritually oriented, call in your soul and ask that energy to come in and ask that you healthfully release any energies that you took on that aren't for your highest good at this time. And we ask that that to be gentle. Some of that will just fly away. Some of it may take time. So any energy that we took on, that is not healthy for us at this time, that doesn't belong to us, we ask that it be removed gently and easily. If it's something that belongs to someone else and they need it, I'll ask that it be cleaned up and calibrated and sent back in divine order. And sometimes the energy really doesn't need to be sent back. Some anger, you don't want to be sending it back. And you just let your soul or your guides or in, in, for a lot of my students, we just say your energy field. You don't have to have that spiritual base, but just your own energy has divine wisdom anyway. And let the energy drain out that doesn't need to be there. Okay. So yeah. I'd like to say that there's a second part to that, which is to take back. I find I need that to call back to you any energy that you leaked, <laughs> that was stolen, <laughs> that, that went fragmented. Out of, yes, that belongs to you. And I ask it to come back in my spiritual sense. I ask it to come back in divine order. But if I'm dealing with people that don't believe in those terms, I'm just asking them to imagine that it comes back in the way that is perfect for them, gentle, smooth, loving, at the perfect amount. Some of these things come back wham, and some of them come in like a drip. Right. No, they they come in little by little as you can accept it. The first time I did that exercise, oh my God, this was maybe 20, 30 years ago. I felt, it was in the 90s, and I felt a ton of stuff leave me and a ton of stuff come back. It was years of stuff, and it happened in minutes. That's amazing. So it was a huge transition for you. Yeah. Usually it's, it's a gentle, but the first time it was <laughs> years of stuff. And that's what made me really believe in it. And it's a good thing to do regularly. Right. You know, 
some 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 say once a week, twice a week. I think these days the energy is so crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good thing because sometimes we take it on from the TV or the mass consciousness or someone walking down the street. I'm in New York City, so it's pretty thick here. I know. I really don't know how you manage living in New York City because I can handle about three days and then I've got to get back to the woods, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, as I get older, I'm craving the woods more and the trees and nature. But, you know, there's a life force and a pulse here. That's that, true. That's, that also is exciting. And there's huge creativity here. And, you know, I did a show for like 10 months in San Francisco. It was a version of Phantom of the Opera years ago. And I love San Francisco. I kept, I got work there, went to college there. I got sent from New York there. But I remember coming back after that 10-month stint and walking down 42nd Street. And I went, oh, my God, there were so many faces from different countries and cultures. I felt, I saw it like, a, it was like a museum of ancient art all over the place. And the and at the same time the the live international vibration is something that I do thrive on, right? And you don't get that many places in this country. I don't know anywhere else. Maybe some places in LA, but not as condensed. And as you were talking about that, I just I got this vision of this sort of giant rainbow serpent like energy. Weaving weaving its way through all the different high rises and, you know, streets Mm. in New York City. And, you know, because you're in the city, you can tap in. There's so many different lines of energy you can tap into. You know, so so there's like the underbelly of New York, which you don't want to tap into, all the bad stuff that's going down. But to tap into that creative energy and that international cultural energy is really, you know, the art. very exciting. It is. So I'm so glad you said that because. It, it just, you know, brought up, it just showed me, it opened a door for me. So thank one you. healer, one healer said to a friend of mine that, um, you know, as it, some people go to nature for their main life force, but that this woman loved to sit and watch the people walk by, that her main life force source was all people. these people. Right. Yeah. That's, in, that's interesting. Cool. So... Um, working with these actors, as you do, I know you have your healing practice. Um, who are some of the actors that you've helped that might be bigger names that we would recognize? I worked with different actors. Some have names, some don't. I wanted, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, some like people in my business will know because we see them on TV, or but they're not like the big, big names. Um, the The way I a lot of my work was as a voice and speech teacher at the Way Vesper Studio. And uh, there we have a lot of names that have come out. Um, but they weren't all working with me. Many were. But the, doing the energy work at the school is newer. So they haven't all worked with energy. Um, uh, so also, some of them, I'm just going to say, check out my website, uh, www.nancymayans.com and then the unlimitedactor.com. And there are some testimonials from different actors. Some of them, when you read the credit and see their face, you go, oh, I know that person. Okay. I worked with Emmanuel Shrieky, who did um, uh, Entourage. And I worked with Gretchen Maul, who did Boardwalk Empire and tons of other stuff. I worked with 
um, Lana Perea. I'm not even sure if I'm saying that right. And she's a wonderful actress and did Once uh, Upon a Time uh, on uh, Disney. And that was fun. But I've worked with a lot of different actors that you wouldn't know, and you may someday. And a lot that there are a ton on TV and film, but they're not, you won't know their name. And that's okay, you know, because. Yeah. Right. But our studio has worked with, you know, some part of a training program that's excellent. And there's a lot of names also that have come out of that, like Amy Schumer, you know, interesting people. So yeah. when you are working with them, I know we, we talked prior to the show about um, how to uh, tap into the energy of a character or a person that embodies a, a, a certain energy, you know, the role that they're playing. Can you explain to us a little bit about how you teach people how to do that? Sure. I would just like to add first that you don't have to be an actor to benefit from, from what I'm going to talk about because if you want confidence and you want to walk into a party and feel like you're something else, you can download a character like Beyonce or something. Great. You know, you don't, you, you can experiment with this. If you want to uh, be a better artist, you can bring in a master artist and get an inside education. So there's so many ways to use this, not just for actors. Um, so I had a thing happen. I had two psychics say to me, they were friends of mine that do that work independently in a two week period. They said, you know, you're going to find a way to train the actor to bring in the character through the energy of the writer, through the concept of the writer. And they almost said it the same way. It was like clearly a message. I'm supposed to figure out how to train people to channel the character. And I was running experimental classes at the time. And as I started playing with it, I was able to do it, but they weren't. So I developed a program so everybody could get it. And, and I, I start with really opening the chakras through many different modalities. You can dance through them, you know, yoga. You can uh, laugh through them, which is really fun. <laughs> you can chant. As a, yeah, you can chant through them, sing through them. And uh, it, when you get a room really warmed up, it, I like doing groups too, because you can use the group energy to, right. to, to heighten everything. I set up a vortex in the room so that a lot happens quite quickly. And uh, once you get your energy open, we start playing with the chakras, opening and closing them, realizing we have control over them, realizing we can download, which is really channeling, download different things. I start by training people to download a, car a color. So for example, uh, once you're open and depending on anybody can try this right now and depending on how open there are, they'll get it. And if not, they'll need a warm up. But if you just call in pink light, so it's one thing to imagine pink light, but feeling it, sensing it coming down your face and in your body and all the way through. But it's another thing to download it which is not worrying about picturing it because picturing is your third eye. It might come in your shoulders. It might come in your root chakra. It might come in any way. It often comes from above and through, and that's why I call it downloading. So you can download calling in, inviting in the vibration of the color pink. Great. And, 
And then, then we might play with different shades or we'll dance it and we'll dance with different colors. Can you download a color? Then we work to downloading a quality. So an actor may know, oh, this character's strong, this character's uh, loving, this character's arrogant. In acting, unlike uh, in the healing practice, we love playing with negative energies. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to download arrogance and get to be the way you wouldn't let yourself be in life. Right. You no. Know? So then we start downloading qualities. And as they start to get it, like if you download arrogance, versus um joy. Uh, joy well i'm talking about more subtle like if there's a difference between say royalty is a very different grid work that will come in than if you're downloading aristocracy almost everybody in the room once they're open their chin goes up their jaw gets tighter the backbone gets if there's an arrogance that comes with it, this is archetypal aristocracy. Whereas if you do royalty, so many people playing kings and queens, and they're all different, but if you do a generic, you're going to get a much more solid, open spine. It's quite visible on people. More power that's grounded. So we start to work with qualities that any character might need a different list of qualities. So being able to realize that you don't have to remember when you were arrogant or don't imagine what it would feel like if you were royal, you can literally just dip in. So what's remarkable as an artist with these techniques, even though I think healers get this, it's not part of active training normally. What's so remarkable is so much of the training, exciting though it is and wonderful, it involves not being in the present. We're trying to get you in the moment, but how do we get you there? You remember when you felt arrogant. <laughs> that, you know, that's the past. You have the emotional memory. And, or you go into the future. What if there were a time I could imagine when I might be? And I'm, the difference in my technique, though I love those, and I've worked with both those techniques, I celebrate them, is I'm saying just have it, download it. It's in the energetic field. If a character has been created, there is a blueprint that already exists. And you can just have it as you get open. And how do we train that? We open the chakras, we dance a lot, we get the energy going through, through one of these methods in the book, whether you're singing it, dancing it, um, uh, uh, breathing it, the different colors and opening the centers. Then we play with downloading, not just imagining, but downloading a color, then downloading a quality to then moving further into downloading emotions. Oh my God, when you get somebody really open and you call in grief, they can be on the floor crying in seconds. You download joy and they can be dancing. What happens is, is that and, and you know this from healing background, I'm sure, but you can't let something in until you're ready to let it in. So if you're bringing in joy and you have a lot of grief, your grief's going to come to the surface so we can come out. But if you keep downloading the quality you want, then it, it will actually give you a healing. And, I was Sorry, yeah. I, was, I, I was just going to ask you that. Like, you know, have you ever seen people try to download something, but they were blocked and they couldn't get it? 
So they had to clear that, that stuck energy first in order for the joy to come in or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why warm ups are so important. So at least the sort of first levels of blockage are handled in the dance or the singing or the breathing, you know, get some of those layers out. So I had one man who was downloading joy and he started sobbing, you know, and he, and what was coming up, is, uh, by the way, when I do workshops, I often will have another healer in the room to help if somebody needs extra help so I can continue with the group. But this man was very sensitive, wonderful artist. And when he brought in happiness, it was this happiness, he first was happy. And as he kept bringing it in, he had deep childhood pain come out because he spent so much of his life, he said, pretending to be happy, to be accepted. So the longing for happiness as it came in, the recognition of it pushed out sadness. So he cried a while and then, oh my God, he was a different being. Aura got so huge and white and his presence was, oh my God. And I remember seeing him again later on in the week and he was still, he said, I've never been this happy in my entire life. That's so, that's such a gift for him. And to me, too. Right. And to me, too. Of course. And you know what's interesting is even as you speak, and I get this when I read books, too, I could feel the energy of the person that's written the book. You know, mm-hmm. each line, each paragraph, whatever they've put into the book, you can, you can get that through osmosis by reading. And then as you're speaking, I could feel that man. I can feel him releasing, you know, the sadness and I can feel him becoming happy. So it's just amazing when we're shown how much we can attune to energy and how much we already are, whether we, you know, even if we don't recognize it. Yeah. And, you know, when you think about it, any book, if we're getting anything from it, it can't just be those little black and white, you know, whether it's computer program or words on a paper. I mean, the energy has to come through the words and around it and above it and below it. And, and I think that, that you're probably more sensitive than most people to it from your healing background and your interests. But I do think that anybody can start to pick up stuff if they open and allow it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was going to say, let's do an exercise right now with our heart chakra. And okay. I, I'd like you to lead it, um, whatever you, you know, to expand our heart chakra for all of us listening. All right. So let's just imagine, or I prefer download, like literally just let it happen. Um, allow First of all, actually, I'm going to go back and say just tune in to the heart chakra in case not everybody knows where that is that's listening, you know, in the center of the chest. There's an area. You can put your hand on it if you want and just sense it first. And we're going to start simply by imagining a bright green light. You could go to emerald green or you like or Kelly green. And imagine that you're breathing green light out the center of your chest. And we're breathing a pure green light in. And you may find that the green coming out is not quite as pure as the green going in. 
and you want to breathe in that light and breathe out until whatever's in that chakra is able to turn to that gorgeous, shiny green. And sometimes I like to sound, ah, feels good there. I think even more important than the syllable, for me anyway, is to feel vibration in that area. So if I go and singing, they call it chest tone, you know, ah. And sometimes when I feel little blocks around there, I sound through them and let them break up the little blocks. So I'm singing out green ah. Okay, let's do that together, the ah. 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 Just notice if you even felt a little bit of a difference. Yeah. Another technique I like to use um, in privates a lot too is if you feel anywhere in your body, let's take a shock. You want to do this? Yes. Let's feel like um, you have a shock on the top of your head. You put your hand over there a little bit. And there's one in the front of the forehead, as you know. I'm going to work with the front ones. And you might feel some are warmer, some are cooler. Bringing my hand down over the throat. Yep. Over the chest. Stomach. Down below the belly button a couple of inches. And then between the legs. To the base. Yeah, to the base, what's called the root chakra. And is there any place in particular today that you think throat chakra is? So Beth Elizabeth is, is, is pointing to her throat chakra. So, you know, sounding is so good for that, as you know. Um, my book, The Unlimited Actor, has different chakra exercises, as I said, sounding, dancing, breathing, for each of the chakras to help. Um, so I just want to tell you a little bit about um, why my throat chakra, I feel, needs some attention. And Great. Yeah. So I had a meeting set up yesterday with someone at an institution to talk about teaching. And this person had already postponed this meeting. And so I went to this meeting and I waited and I found out that the person wasn't going to show up for the meeting. And they had not called me to reschedule, you know, so I, I felt this disrespected and so I waited and I left my number and I I waited till today expecting them to call me back which they didn't so afternoon I sent them an email and I let them know you know this you have disrespected me wasted my time and you know please apologize because I will not tolerate this sort of behavior from and and this is the um you know and I I let the person know that they were representing their institution and I felt that they had done a poor job of that. So I had this anger in my throat of like, don't disrespect me, you know, and right. And, right? and so, and especially as a woman in this culture and my whole life, there's that energy of feeling disrespected and, and also for being an energy teacher, energy healing teacher, you know, it's not a mainstream thing 
Um, I'm not a medical teacher, right? So, yeah. so there's that feeling of like of being not honored for who I am. So that I'm just giving you a little bit of background about Thank what's going on in my throat. So how do you work with that? Okay, so there's a number of possibilities. Let's see how it goes and see what feels right for you today, okay? The first thing is, as you know, when something like that's triggered, it goes back earlier than this time of being disrespected. It's like a history in there. The chakras store the energy history. So it feels to me that we're, this is big anger beyond what was done. This right. was like the straw that broke the camel's back kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So just want to acknowledge that if somebody else, as we're working, is feeling into their throat, you can do this too. You might have a different experience than what Beth is having now. Okay. So close your eyes. I want you to just pay attention to that throat chakra. Just listening. You're going to let it have a voice. Yeah, and what does that feel like or look like in there? Well, it feels constricted. Good, that you're starting to feel into it. Does it have an energy picture for you? Does it look like anything? It's starting to throb a little bit. I, I don't really see a visual that's fine I tend not to either but some people get like a sense of oh there's black tar in there or stone or needles or it's an image of how it feels okay then I would say that it, there's this like burning energy okay great stay with that okay so we're just tuning to the energy it doesn't matter it's not a right or a wrong the questions are to get you in your throat okay right. So we can communicate. Does it have a color? I'd say bright red. Mm -hmm. And you know that from energy, there's some of that anger, right? You can feel it. Yeah. And how long has it been there? Um, yeah. Now, now I'm seeing this like female dragon with their mouth wide <laughs> open and she's like yeah, I was feeling this fire. angry goddess thing God, yeah, yeah, yes, totally. yeah yeah okay that's all right let's be with that right that's a big part of your power right um, and you may not feel comfortable in this moment but certainly letting that sound out can be deeply healing yeah and let's right. work let's and still it, work, work it if you're all right okay so do you want me to let out a sound if you want to, but if you don't, I, I have no gonna, problem with that. <laughs> okay. Just let out a sound, but in your mind, also let it out the throat chakra. Okay. You know what I mean? We don't want to hurt you. So, okay. You can breathe it out. <sighs> oh, good. And even if someone doesn't want to, like a singer may not want to because or an actor is about to have a performance who doesn't want to hurt themselves, you know, doesn't have time to just soothe and give themselves a rest after, you can at least imagine yelling, screaming, letting that out. Right. So there's quite a bit more screams in there, but we're going to work a different way right now. Let's 
go back to that energy, sense the energy, see if the sound made any little difference at all. A little bit. It wants more of it, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. So let's just first do it with breath. So imagine that you're breathing out that chakra. And what color does it want or texture? Does it need water? Does it need a waterfall? Does it need blue? What does it need or want? It wants rose pink. Great. Unconditional love rose. Let's breathe that. You know what also works? Try that, honey. But you might find sometimes white will blend with the red to make the pink. So you have to see if you're better off with pink or making pink or both okay i'm just downloading we're just going to call in the color okay i'm calling in pink either on its own or blended through red and white yeah inviting the pink in and then turning the red to pink okay so the i got cherry blossoms oh i love them yeah jeff from japan uh Keep going. That's so beautiful. And I'm going to invite those blossoms all around your body and aura. Ooh, I'm feeling that in my solar plexus as well. Yes, because it's so related to the power center, what's going on with your throat. Rarely is it one center. Oh, it just got me in my sacral and my base. <laughs> Yay! You're bringing it all over you. Keep going. You're doing great. So anybody listening, you can try this. Even if you don't have that going on in your throat, enjoy the cherry blossoms. We're going to invite them in for anybody listening that wants to. You know, Ama, the great guru, works with rose petals all the time. I love Ama, the blessing, the hugging saint. Yeah. Yeah. So let's add some rose petals, if you'd like, to your cherry blossoms. Uh. Oh, that's now that the rose is going right into my heart. I can feel my heart lifting. And just through this exercise, I'm feeling seen and heard and respected. Beautiful. It's like the the antidote to the, what I was feeling before. It's really crying out for your own self-respect. Let's do a little bit more. And here's another technique that's part of the training. Uh, but I just want the, 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 the energy of the pink and the rose and the cherry blossoms to just, I'm feeling if you're open to this fairy energy wants to come around you and just lighten your aura. So I work with that archetype or if you believe it, and I do, it's a real thing. <laughs> I'm inviting fairy energy to sparkle around you and help too. And I also see a Tinkerbell. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Like hundreds of Tinkerbells if you want. So you can do this. I'm saying this again to a listener. You can do it imaginatively. For those of you who are open to channeling, you can just call it in and ask. Usually what's so wonderful is your words, your inner words, your outer words are so powerful that and, and light and energy is so conscious, you just have to ask or invite or command, and it, it comes. It comes. Asking you shall receive is a deep truth. 
So having that sort of reaction, that deep reaction to, you know, someone disrespecting me, and you just said the words, it's really calling for your own self-respect. So what can you tell me, like, when someone has that kind of big trigger, what can you tell me about that? Okay. And there's a couple things still hanging out on the healing level too, that I may want to wrap around, which is just to say that I wanted to echo what you said. It's not just one chakra. I mean, you felt it in your stomach and other things. It's often a complete overhaul. That's just where the traffic jam was, was the throat, but it really ends up jamming the whole system. And so that was great that you were able to feel that. So you're asking, what do I do when I'm really dissed or disrespected? You know, it's important to have a voice and to speak up. I mean, that is part of what the Me Too thing is, 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 just, is just heightening at this time. I think there's a lot of stuff planetarily going on about listen to your, what you need to say. And, but it's also important, and maybe most important first, is to hear ourselves say it. So when you tune into the energy of the block and listen, you can tune in it, into it like we did to say, what does it feel like or look like? Maybe you see a color, maybe it feels like a texture, maybe it reminds you of an object. And as you tune in, you're already listening to your voice and giving yourself a voice. So it's always best to start with self because so often, even with horrific uh, things that have happened. So often there's, there's a history even earlier that the root of it, it's not enough to yell at the person that abused us. Sometimes the abuse was long before or other people or childhood or, or you know, past, past life. life. And, and what I've done, been doing a lot of work with is ancestral. So your computer program has a lot of stuff in there that may not even be yours and yet your subconscious speaks it. A lot of people say, yeah, but I had a wonderful life, but I still feel these other things. They may actually be energetics that are part of your genetics as well as your past life and your aura. So another thing along those lines is to say, go back, go when you're talking to the block, when do you first remember this? I remembered it from a life when as a, like a geisha in Ooh. Japan. So that's what came up, a, a courtesan. Wow. And that's why I saw that, that dragon, and that's why the cherry blossoms came in. Wow. So connecting to that lifetime and was, you know, completely controlled my whole life and didn't, could not speak my own feelings and my own thoughts. So there's a theta technique, theta healing technique. It's like, what did you learn from that lifetime? That I did not want to be controlled, (laughs) that I wanted to be free, that freedom was important, freedom of expression. Yes, any other soul, any soul qualities that you were developing, like patience or perseverance or... Obedience. Yeah, you know, for better or for worse here. Right. <laughs> but um, uh, so there's a way to say to, for me, it's the creator, or, you know, God of all. I've learned this now. I don't need to keep 
learning it. Right. So that there's a way, it's a different, it's a specific modality, theta healing. Uh, Vianna Stiebel brought it in and healed herself of bone cancer and any disease you've ever heard of, she's healed somebody from it. And it's taught all over the world, this method. Realize what you learned from it and also what your ancestor learned from it. And what are you still getting out of it? And then can you work with that and say, I now have learned that. I don't need to keep, repro- you know, circling around that karma. I got it. Right. And then you go, the theta brings you to a certain energetic, actually brings in creator level into you in order to then clear those patterns of trying to keep relearning something because it inserts you've already really learned it and you're done. And I think even just shining the light on it and saying, okay, I've, I've been through this before. And what you just say, what you just said, once you recognize and have the awareness, I've done this before, I don't need to keep doing it. That is, that can be enough right there too. Yeah, it can. Sometimes it's not because the deep programming is so genetic and cellular. It's like a virus in the computer and positive thinking doesn't reach you know, putting in a nice program sometimes doesn't undo the viral program. So you'd have to try it for sometimes positive thinking is not enough. You have to get into the hardware too, you know, and that's, you know. And that's what spirit is able to do that most of us don't know how to do. Great. You know? How's your throat at the moment? Let's tune in. It, okay. Um, this, this is great showcasing, you know, your skills as a healer. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's feeling my, it's feeling orange, like a, my throat is feeling orange. Interesting. So connecting to your creativity. Right. Right. I mean, my whole being is feeling more sparkly and electrified. So that's enjoyable. Can we try something? This is something to do with the actors. Remember we talked about you can download a quality. Yes. By the way, eventually you download a character. We download professions, nationalities. It's so fascinating. But right now, why don't we call in self-respect? Okay. Let's, and I'm going to download that with you. So closing our eyes, and anybody in the audience who wants this, you're going to, any listener, we're just inviting in the energies. It's just right for you. And what it feels like to hold the energetics of deep self-respect. We're going to call it into the physical body. You may notice your body shifts a little bit. I'm also going to use the term grid because it's a different dimension. So we're calling it into your physical body and physical grid. And as that continues, We're going to call in self-respect, deep self-respect into the emotional body and the emotional grid. And calling it now into the mental body, which is a different level of the aura and the mental grid. And calling it into the spiritual body and to the spiritual grid.
Breathe that in and let it now integrate and ask your energy field to coordinate, integrate, consolidate. And as you do this, you may find there's certain areas that it just goes right in and others that can be resistant. And that's where the warm-ups for that chakra is around. Do you know to help move that around? How do you feel, sweetie? Wow, I feel, I felt a lot going on there. Again, right down through those same chakras I mentioned before. And then I felt, um, you know, as you went through the mental body, emotional body, and spiritual bodies, I felt this integration happening. And then I felt something leaving my heart. Oh, nice. Like there's no anger. Like there's, I'm just not feeling the anger anymore. And it feels there's, it's like a cementing within me. There's probably a better word. (laughs) I like it. And I use the term lock it in now. That's it. Lock it in. So when people are playing characters, they can lock in the quality and they don't have to worry about it all the time if this person carries it, you know, and you can lock it in for now and let it really get used to you and you do it because this is a part of you. You've always had this part. It's we're focusing on living in it now when you've had triggers to pull you out. Wonderful. Yay. (laughs) You know, I'm curious now if you were to speak to that woman. It's a man, actually. <laughs> a man. By the way, also, when you t- after the download, your voice changed. You might hear it if you listen back. It got richer and fuller and, I'm, and more supported. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, it's part of voice work. I'm a voice teacher. So, and also, I can just tell you visually, your muscles are quite a bit looser. Are you able to, to sense that at all? They're not as grabbing. I, I do feel much more relaxed. Yeah. yeah. And I, I've had this lump in my throat for you know over a year now. Um, so maybe sometime privately we can work more on that. <laughs> yes. Because I think, I think you can make huge progress with that. But I do feel, you know, I do feel the difference with that exercise. So it really works. And so if any of you out there listening would like to work directly with Nancy, as I have just done, Go to her website. It's nancymines.com. Mayans. Did I just say that? Did I just say that? Oh, everybody says it that way. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. I'm not sure why, but nancymayans.com. Because, you know, the Mayans. Yes, they like the Mayans. But it's pronounced Mayans, folks. (laughs) M-A-Y-A-N-S.com. And your book, again? The Unlimited Actor. And that's available on Amazon. Amazon and Balboa Press and through my website. I have a website and Facebook page, The Unlimited Actor. They're both the same name, as well as my private um, website, nancymayans.com. Wonderful. Well, this has been such a treat. And I could keep talking to you, but we are out of time, unfortunately. Boy, it went fast. It, it Thank did, you didn't so it? much. It was really fun. Thank it, you. My pleasure. Thank you. And, um, yeah, wonderful to have you on the show. (laughs) So for everyone listening, just a reminder to tune into International Angels Network, where we explore everything metaphysical, spiritual, and mystical, and much more. And we take your calls for angel messages live on air. 
Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern with Claudia Ibarra, Tuesdays with Diane Morgan and her show, Angel Navigation, Wednesdays, Angel Talk with Sue, and Thursdays, Walking with Spirit with Dr. Ruth Anderson at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, as well as my show at 8 p.m. called Spirit Work. And on Saturdays with Susie Perrette at 2 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. UK time, and Saturday with Shishi O'Donnell at 4 p.m. Eastern. And you can connect with me at internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash Beth Wright. Also, my website is energyhealingteacher.com, where you can sign up for my monthly newsletter. And you can connect with me on my Facebook page, Spirit Works Beth Wright, and my Instagram is Beth Wright of Spirit Works. So please come back and listen. My next show is Thursday, September 20th at 8 p.m. EST. Good night, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.